process of cooking breakfast and the Lord was talking to me and um, I was reading the book of Job the other day and um, the Lord he just began to talk to me and he was like you know what made Job blameless and I'm like his he's the Lord was like his prayer life his prayer life is what made him impenetrable he the enemy could not get it through because of Job's prayer life, right? <clears throat> so I'm going to read you Job chapter one. There once was a man named Job who lived in the land of Uz. He was blameless, a man of complete integrity. He feared God and stayed away from evil. He had seven sons and three daughters. He owned seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, five hundred teams of oxen, and five hundred female donkeys. He also had many servants. He was, in fact, the richest person in the, that entire area. Job's sons would take turns preparing feasts in their homes, and they would also invite their three sisters to celebrate with them. When these celebrations ended, sometimes after several days, Job would purify his children. He would get up early in the morning and offer a burnt offering for each of them. For Job said to himself, perhaps my children have sinned and have cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular practice. So Job's regular practice was to purify his children. He had a repentive heart. He he regularly repented. He regularly seeked God, right? And it says, one day the members of the heavenly court came to present themselves before the Lord. And the accuser Satan came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered the Lord. I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. Then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fear God. He fears God and stays away from evil. Satan replied to the Lord, yes, but Job has good reason to fear God. He has always put, you have always put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. So as you are praying, as you are having a repentive lifestyle, as you have these daily practices, God will have a a wall of protection around you, right? And yes, sometimes that wall gets lowered, but it's because the Lord is proving a point. It's because the Lord is proving a point. We know we are made righteous because of the blood of Jesus. We are made holy because of the blood of Jesus. We know, long, we know that it's no longer us that live, but it's the Lord who lives through us. So when we are able to go to the throne of grace boldly, it's because when God sees us, he sees his son, right? Um, it says, you have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is, but reach out and take away everything he has. And he will surely curse you to your face. All right, you may test him, the Lord said to Satan. Do whatever you want with everything he possesses, but don't harm him physically. So Satan left the Lord's presence. 
It says, one day when Job's son and daughters were feasting in the oldest brother's house, a messenger arrived at Job's home with this news. Your oxen were plowing with the donkeys feeding beside them. When the Sabines raided us, they stole all the animals and killed all the farmhands. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with this news. The fire of God has fallen from heaven and burned up your sheep and all your shepherds. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, a third messenger arrived with this news. Three bands of Chaldean raiders have stolen your camels and killed your servants. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with this news. Your sons and daughters were feasting in their oldest brother's home. I got something that I want to say in a second that the Lord said, but I'm going to finish reading first. Suddenly, a powerful wind swept in from the wilderness and hit the house on all sides. The house collapsed and all your children are dead. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. Job stood up, tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell on the ground to worship. He said, I came from my mother's womb. I came naked from my mother's womb, my bed. I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had, and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. And all of this, Job did not sin. By blaming God. Mm, period. It's a point. The Lord is proving a point with you. See, you don't want to live like the world. You want to repent for your sins and you turn from your evil ways. You're not one of the people that repent and want to stay in the darkness. But no, you want God to wash you and cleanse you by his word. And that is what God is doing. But what I, the Lord, he had revealed to me about like Job's friends and stuff is that they swore they knew God. They swore they knew him. All the wisdom that they had about God, they thought that they knew him. They thought that they was on God's level. Surely they was like, you have did something wrong. But they don't even know that God had presented Job to the enemy. That God was using Job to prove a point. So one thing I want you to realize is you don't know God the way you think you do. I don't know God the way I think I do. We always got to remain humble because you just never know. You don't know what God. Yes, we have our testimonies and we have the, um, God has revealed himself to us, but that don't mean we know him. We, we know of him, but we don't know him, know him. We get to know him. But just when you think you know God, just when you think like, oh, yeah, God going to come up this way, that's when he just totally flipped that thing. And he be like, nah, I'm going to go through this way this time because you think you think that you know me. So I got to show you that my ways ain't nothing like your ways and my thoughts ain't nothing like your thoughts. Right? <clears throat> and it says, one day the members of the heavenly court came again to present themselves before the Lord. And the accuser Satan came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered the Lord, I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. Then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man on all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. And he has maintained his integrity, even though you urged me to harm him without cause. See, that's why it's a privilege to suffer with Christ. It's a privilege. Because, like, God is saying boasting about you, like, you see my son, you see my, you see my daughter right there? You urge me to take everything away from him, but look, she out there praising still. Look at her worshiping. Look at her. Completely coming. Look at her. Like, you gotta, you gotta be good. 
You gotta understand when you are praising still in that enemy face, you still worshiping going to that place. God like he boasting to his enemy. His enemy he took. You can see what I'm saying? It says, Satan replied to the Lord, skin for skin. A man will give up everything he has to save his life, but reach out and take away his health, and he will surely curse you to your face. The enemy think he knows something. How he talking to the Almighty telling him what, what somebody will do? Talk about skin for skin. You don't know. Because listen, let me tell you something. God has put in his children a loyal spirit. I'm telling you, you are a child of God. You got that loyal spirit within you. Like, Lord, even though I don't understand, I'm going to trust you. Even though this hurt, I'm going to trust you i don't know about sure but i've been through some stuff where i'm like tears in my eyes like god i don't know why it's happening but i'm gonna still trust you <laughs> that be me i must still trust you i must still praise you i must still repent i must still worship i must still read my word because i trust you even though i don't know why you going skip to skip right now i don't know why because let me tell you, all right, let's not get too deep into, into my life. Let's just keep going. And it said, um, all right, do it with him as you please, the Lord said to Satan, but spare his life. So Satan left the Lord's presence and struck Job with terrible boils from head to foot. Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied, you talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all of this, Job said nothing wrong. That enemy would, would do, he will come in like a flood, child. He will use people around you, people that you thought, that you thought knew you, do that you have a heart after God. He'll use them people and be like, why don't you just curse him and die? But guess what? You you maintain your integrity. Know that should I just accept good things and never bet anything bad from God? I, are you going to be with God through thick and thin? Are you going to be with God till the wheels fall off and then after the wheels fall off, we, we walking? Like, what are you going to do? How loyal do you want to be to God? Do you want to be that loyal? No matter what. No matter what it look like, no matter what it feel like, are you going to be loyal to God and sin not by blaming God? Right? So the Lord, when I was reading um, Job, it was like chapter, I don't know if it was like three or chapter six. It was like one of them chapters where Job said he wanted to argue his case with the Lord. <laughs> And it was me and my son was um, listening to it. Yesterday I had it playing on the TV and my son was listening with me. And I, I asked my son, I'm like, Pop, you think that, you think that, like, it's a good idea to argue with the Lord? Like, present a case to learn. I like really argue, but, well, listen, some people might want to argue with them, child. That just ain't my forte. But I thought I heard something. I thought I heard something. But, uh. 
You should have saw, I looked at my dog, my dog looked at me, because we, I thought I heard something, like, why you ain't barking? But, um, <laughs> so, what was I saying? Um, my, my son was like, I'm not going to argue with God. He was like, because you're never going to win. <laughs> he, he was just like, he was like, you're never going to win. God always wins. And that's the truth. I mean, if you want to present your case to God, go ahead. The word says present your case to him. It does say that. Like, go try to present your case to him. But be prepared for when he come back. Be prepared when he asks you some questions. Be prepared to realize that you don't know God the way you think you do. The way you think you know him, you don't. You just don't. You have to understand that God might allow things to happen and you'll never get the benefit of understanding why. You might not ever know why. And you're going to be okay with that. So if we go to Job 38, this is like my favorite chapters in the book of Job because like God is so deep. I'm not going to read all of these chapters, but I'm going to read you just a little bit because it's fine. And it says, then the Lord answered Job from the whirlwind. Who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorant words? Brace yourself like a man, because I have some questions for you, and you must answer them. He said, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you know so much. Who determined its dimensions and stretched out the surveying line? Who supports its foundations? Who laid its cornerstone as the morning star sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Child right there. Right there, but wait, I like this part too. Who kept the sea inside its boundaries as it burst from the womb, as I clothed it with clouds and wrapped it in thick darkness? For I locked it behind barred gates, limiting its shores. I said, This far and no farther will you come. Here, your proud waves must stop. Mm, a child, don't let me go to the beach, right? And I'll just be sitting there, like, after I had read this before, and I was just sitting there, like, God's so deep. Like, how is this a great body of water? And, like, he really said here, like, don't go no farther. Like, what? <laughs> like, you obviously know, like, sometimes the Lord let a tsunami happen. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. But overall, like, because, you know, God, he do what he want. But, like, like, when you go to the beach and you just sit in there and, like, that water only comes up to a certain a certain point and then it stops like it it like look how great that body of water is like think about how violent water is but like right there is where it stops like he's so deep he's so deep he's so deep so <laughs> i'm gonna skip to chapter so I'm uh, go to Job 40. And it says, then the Lord says to Job, do you still want to argue with the Almighty? You are God's critic, but do you have the answers? So I, I really, I really want you, I suggest you go read from 38 now. Even read the whole book of Job because it's a banger because they swore that they knew God. But like his wisdom is so deep. Like his wisdom is so deep. So, like, where were you when he, like, can you ask that? Ask yourself that. Where were you when he laid the foundations of the earth? 
So who are we to tell him how things should go? Like, where, where were you? I don't know where I was. I don't know about you, but I don't know where I was when he was laying the foundation of the earth, child. I don't even know what room I be in when I'm asleep, okay? I don't even know where I be at then, all right? So humble yourself, and God will lift you up in honor. It says, then Job replied to the Lord, I am nothing. How could I ever find the answer? I will cover my mouth with my hand. I have said too much already. I have said nothing. I have nothing more to say. Then the Lord answered Job from the whirlwind. Brace yourself like a man because I have some questions for you and you must answer them. Mm. And then he said, will you discredit my justice and condemn me just to prove you are right? What? Are you as strong as God? Can you thunder with a voice like this? Like his? All right. Put your glory and splendor, your honor and majesty. He said, put it on. Give vent to your anger. Let it overflow against the proud. Humiliate the proud with a glance. Walk on the wicked. He said, humiliate the proud with a glance. He good. Walk on the wicked where they stand. Bury them in the dust. Imprison them with in the world of the dead, then even I would praise you for your own strength would save you. Child, I'm finished reading it, finished reading it, but I want to take you to um, <laughs> Job 42. Because listen, Job didn't answer that question the way the Lord, he said, I got some questions and you're going to answer them. Okay. And, and all that, you ain't going to say nothing. No, I said, I got some questions for you and you're going to answer them. Right. It's that brace yourself moment. God will give you that brace yourself moment, child. Listen, <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I've had a moment where, like, I had, like, a low-key attitude with God. Like, I didn't want to hear what he was saying. Like, I got to be real. I was like, things was not going my way. And then, like, the Holy Spirit was talking to me, and I'm just sitting there. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> nothing. It sounds so dumb, but I'm not saying nothing back. I'm just sitting there, right? So then, like, his voice just kept getting louder as I was sitting there. As I was sitting there, his voice just kept getting louder to me and louder. And I'm just sitting there like, no, I don't want to talk because right now I'm mad because you're not letting this happen my way. But overall, I felt dumb because, like, after the Lord, he would just kept on giving me, he kept on giving me this Bible verse. And after I read this one Bible verse, like, I had to repent because, like, I love him. Like, I can't just sit here. <laughs> and like, you can't, you can't do it with God. Like, you can't, you can't go toe-to-toe with God. I should just, nobody sit there and like not say nothing with the Holy Spirit talking. But like, child, I had a whole attitude. I was throwing a tantrum that day because I was not getting things my way. And I'm just like, it's not fair. It's just not fair. It's not fair. But who am I to question his wisdom with such ignorance, Okay. He know what to do. And um, I said, I know that you, he said, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. You ask, who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? It is I. And I was talking about things I knew nothing about. Things far too wonderful for me. You said, listen, I will speak. I have some questions for you and you must answer them. I had only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. I take back everything I said, and I sit in dust and ashes to sow my repentance. 
child is in the suffering. Is in the suffering. God had a purpose for the suffering. He said he gonna see me a new way. After after Job get done suffering, he gonna see me a new way. He's heard about me. He think he know me, but now I'm gonna make it clear he gonna see me. He said, I only have heard about you before, but now I see you with my own eyes. That suffering you're going through is because God is showing you him. You you thought you knew him. You, you thought you thought you knew him. But you ain't know him. You ain't know him like you thought you did. But now you see him. Now you know. Now when you see his strong arm, now you know. You know him. And it says, after the Lord had finished speaking to Job, he said to Elphaz, the Temanite, I am angry with you and your two friends, for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. So take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourself. My servant Job will pray for you and I will accept his prayer on your behalf. I will not treat you as you deserve, for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. So Elphaz the Temanite built that the Shunite so far the Namanite did as the Lord commanded them. And the Lord accepted Job's prayer. When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Child, listen, God will prepare a feast in the presence of your enemies. He's going to prepare that table, okay? God is going to, the same people that cursed you, they're going to need you to pray for them. Okay, them same people that, that wasn't speaking angrily about God, they're going to have to pray for you. They're going to have to bless you. Don't worry about your enemies. God, God, vengeance is his. Then all his brothers and sisters, former friends, came and feasted with them in his home. It's funny because I had heard somebody say this before, and that's definitely the truth. Like, we be like, God bless your enemies. But a lot of times that yeah, when God blesses your enemies, they got to see you in glory. Did the Lord tell tell did God tell Jesus sit at the right hand sit at the right hand while I humble your enemies while I make your enemies your footstool child let me tell you something God that's what God do you gotta see they gotta see you in glory it said his brothers and sisters and former friends came and feasted with him in his home and they consoled him and comfort him, and comforted him because of all the trials the Lord had brought against him. Each of them bought him a gift of money and a gold ring. So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life. Excuse me. Even more than in the beginning, for now he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. See, then the Lord said he'd give you back a hundredfold. Then he said he'd give you back a hundredfold for everything that the locusts and all that ate. Then he said that, that when that thief is caught, he got to give you back your stuff. Okay, he a man of his word, like I said. He also gave Job seven more sons and three more daughters. He named his first daughter, Jim. Okay, well, I'm not going to get through these names because I'm going to tear them up. But it says, in the land, all the land, no women were as lovely as the daughters of Job, and their father put them into his will along with their brothers. Job, my bad, it cut off. Job lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died an old man who had lived a long life full life. God will give you a long, full life for your suffering. But you got to humble yourself and you got to be like, I don't know you. A lot of y'all arguing with God right now. You trying to, you, you, you the, you the, the clay trying to 
talk to the potter about how he made you. You're trying to, you're trying to understand God's wisdom and, and you can't, you can't go toe to toe with God. What they say, your arm's too short, the box with God. You picked the wrong one. Okay? Humble yourself. Humble yourself. I, I, I hear guys saying, some of you are about to have that Job moment where you've been talking and 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 now a guy about to pull up and he about to ask you some questions and you're going to answer them. <laughs> so prepare yourself. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to let you go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for just showing us you, Lord, just allowing us to see you in a deeper level, Father. I thank you for taking us from glory to glory, Lord. I thank you for just teaching us and showing us how to live blameless lives, Lord. Father God, I'm praying for your child receiving this word. I'm praying that she has her job encounter with you. And that she begins to see that she's only heard about you before, but now she see you, Lord. Show her what Job meant, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, ask her, who is this that questions my, my what you say, my wisdom with such ignorance? Ask her, Lord, because she thinks she know you. But listen, she about to find out. If she don't know now, she about to know. Show her your mighty arm, Lord. Lord, I pray that you begin to make her enemies her footstool in this time, Lord. That the same people that spoke evil, Lord, will have to come back and be blessed by her, Father God. The same people that that spoke against what you were doing in her life, Father God. Now they got to sit at the table and watch her feast, Father God. That is what I decree and declare today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I just want to give your name all the glory, honor, and praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Family, I'm going to let you go. Because, listen, some of y'all got an appointment with the Lord like Job. Because y'all been questioning his wisdom with ignorance. Y'all thought y'all knew him. <laughs> but y'all got to be quicker than that, right? So, I'm going to let you go. I love you guys so, 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 so much. But let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.